Hello and welcome to the Inquisitive Tea Psychology podcast, where we intend to provide you with educational and well-researched information on psychology and mental health topics to help you be educated, overcome life's challenges, and improve your overall quality of life. I am your host and the writer of the show, Madison. Today we will be talking about holiday blues and seven ways you can manage these feelings. Anxiety and depression are frequently unwelcome guests during the holiday season and as we all prepare for the festivities, some will be preparing for stress season with holiday shopping, food preparation, school grades, college applications, and family discussions. According to the American Psychological Association, 38% of people reported an increase in stress during the holiday season, which can result in physical illness, depression, anxiety, and substance abuse. The holidays can be a stressful time. Airports are overcrowded, traffic is bad, and the parties are exhausting. Cooking large meals, struggling to afford gifts, and navigating complicated family relationships. The list is endless. According to a recent American Psychiatric Association poll, 31% of US adults expect to be more stressed during the holidays this year than they were last year. Many people are concerned about their ability to afford gifts. Rising prices are expected to dampen holiday spendings as families deal with the economic consequences of the pandemic. According to research from the United States and the United Kingdom, most people feel stressed, anxious, and depressed during the holidays. In fact, more than two-fifths of Britons reported feeling stressed during the holiday season, while one-fourth reported experiencing anxiety or depression. And 68% of US residents reported feeling sad, dissatisfied, or financially strained as a result of the holidays. According to a NAMI study, 64% of people with mental illnesses report that holidays make their conditions worse. The holiday is not always the most wonderful time of the year for many people. The holiday season can be a lonely and stressful time for individuals and families dealing with mental health issues, filled with anxiety and or depression. Stress can also contribute to the worsening of the symptoms if you have a mental health condition. It can cause hallucinations and delusions in people with schizophrenia, and it can cause mania and depression in people with bipolar disorder. The COVID-19 crisis has also made it more difficult for many people to maintain their mental health. The weather isn't helping either. Every year, some people get winter blues, and a much smaller percentage, 2-3%, to develop seasonal affective disorder, also known as SAD or SAD. 
If you have a history of depression, you should also pay attention to your nutrition, exercise, and sleep, as well as be conscious with your alcohol intake. If your bad mood persists into New Year and begins to interfere with your daily life, you should also consider consulting your family doctor. So, why do people get these holiday blues? People get the holiday blues for a variety of reasons, including having unrealistic or unattainable goals. Also, many people have perfectionistic traits and they have very high expectations that always seem to fall short. Some people also are remembering the loved ones who have passed. And some people may also be having the feelings of loneliness or isolation. Some may be feeling overburdened or stressed. Some may be experiencing economic or financial difficulties. So what are the signs of depression during the holiday seasons? The symptoms can be loss of interest in the previously activities you enjoyed, or when you're feeling more tired than usual, or when you have some sleeping difficulties and a loss of appetite. So how do you deal with these holidays blues or stress? Tip number one, practice kindness. Kindness is especially beneficial to our sense of purpose in life. When compared to three other positive behaviors, Kindness towards yourself, being more socially outgoing, and acting more open-minded. Practicing kindness gives people more self-confidence, competence, and a greater sense of meaning. Given these advantages, what prevents us from being kind? Another two studies highlight mental biases that impede performance, in particular, when deciding whether to be generous or helpful to someone, we consistently underestimate the amount of good we can do. Secondly, when deciding whether to contact a friend, we predict that they will be less grateful than they actually are. Because of these incorrect assumptions, we are less likely to approach and interact with one another in order to reap the benefits. As we all gather for the holidays, the newer and beyond, there's plenty of opportunity to add more kindness to the mix. Remember that kindness begins with being kind to yourself. Be gentle with yourself when you make a mistake, which everyone does. Setting ourselves up for failure may result in collateral damage, making others the target of our rage, frustration, or disappointment. Begin with compassion and end with kindness. Everyone faces difficulties, many of which are usually hidden from view. Wouldn't you be lenient if you knew your coworker delivering a curt response to a question or the snarky critic of a project had recently learned of a serious illness in their family? And even better, might you want to offer assistance? When we are compassionate, we acknowledge our common human condition. 
Compassion can lead us to perform acts of kindness. Kindness can be as simple as offering to get coffee or bringing back a cookie from a lunchtime workshop. When we help others, we feel better about ourselves. A recent study examined how people felt after performing or witnessing kind acts on a daily basis for seven days. Participants were assigned at random to perform at least one extra kind act for someone close to them, an acquaintance or stranger, or themselves, or to actively observe kind acts. Before and after the seven days of kindness, happiness was measured. The researchers discovered that being kind to ourselves and others, even to strangers, or actively observing kindness around us, increased happiness. We may not be able to control another person, but we do have control over ourselves in how we treat others. What does it mean to be our most authentic selves? Isn't being kind one of the many options we have every day? We can't make others be nice, but that doesn't mean we can't strive to be nice ourselves. Give to give rather than to receive. Kindness, in its purest form, may have no audience and receive no credit. At best, kindness to accumulate thanks is self-serving. Some may even argue that it is an attempt to exert control or make the recipient feel indebted. But when we're kind, even if there is no such payback, the rewards may all be the sweeter. With practice, we become kinder. So practice makes perfect. According to the ancient Greek storyteller, no act of kindness, no matter how small, is ever wasted. If random acts of kindness are difficult for you, try this challenge. Do one small kind thing for someone every day. Then consider how it affects you. Is it getting easier the more you do it? Do you begin to notice and respond to more opportunities to be kind in your environment? Do you notice yourself becoming lighter, kinder? According to research, random acts of kindness can be contagious. When others see you doing something good, they may be more motivated to do the same. Increase your energy and happiness. It can reduce stress, anxiety, and depression. It can also assist you in adopting more positive attitude. It can increase your sense of fulfillment in life. It can increase serotonin, endorphins, and oxytocin, the body's feel-good chemicals that improve mood, alleviate pain, and increase feelings of love. Not to mention, it reduces your blood pressure and it gives pleasure receptors to your brain, giving you a helper's high. It can also help you improve your interpersonal relationships. There are numerous ways to be kind to others by utilizing your unique talents to serve those around you. A gift, a compliment, or an encouraging word, assisting someone with a chore or task, offering a hug, or spending quality time with someone are all examples of acts of kindness. Tip number two, 
Take time alone. Take a break. Set aside some time for yourself. Take a break by doing something you enjoy. Spending just 15 minutes alone without distractions may give you enough time to complete all of your tasks. Find something that helps you relax by clearing your mind, slowing your breath, and restoring your inner calm. Even if it is just 20 minutes twice a day, you need that decompression. In other words, if you're cooking Christmas dinner for a large group of relatives, take a break whenever possible. Go walk around the block if possible. Don't abandon your daily routine of exercising, reading, meditating, or practicing some other forms of self-care. It's easy to put those kinds of things on the back burner during the holiday season if you're traveling or spending time with your family. However, it is critical to keep up with the things that make you feel good. Self-affirmations can also be used to reinforce positive messages and inner thoughts. Your inner voice can be both helpful and harmful. So be kind and gentle to yourself this holiday season and resist negative thoughts. You can control your internal dialogue by using self-affirmation tools. Self-affirmations are brief statements or phrases that you can repeat to yourself to reinforce positive emotions and boost your self-esteem. Use them on a regular basis to improve your mental health throughout the holiday season. You can also spend time alone to reflect on things that bring you joy. Go for a long walk, get a massage, listen to your favorite music, or read a new book. We all need time to recharge our batteries, so be present and mindful rather than dwelling on the past or worrying about the future. So here are some ideas for some alone time. Take a walk in nature, get up a few minutes early and enjoy your cup of coffee in silence, listen to a podcast or audiobook, find a quiet place to read a book, play a five-minute meditation, or simply find a quiet space to close your eyes and breathe. Tip number three, seek help and surround yourself with the right people. Evaluate your relationships and establish boundaries. Keep an eye on your emotions around different people in your life and setting appropriate boundaries is important in selecting the right people in your life. This could include limiting your time spent with people who make you feel bad or aggravate your low mood symptoms. And so, try setting boundaries for interactions and also your availability to those people. It's critical to be aware of your own boundaries and when something feels overwhelming, try to pay attention and act on it. Seek professional help if necessary. Despite your best efforts, you may find yourself feeling persistently sad or anxious, suffering from physical pains, unable to sleep, irritable and hopeless. If these feelings persist, consult your doctor or a mental health professional. 
While you may feel isolated in your life right now, know that you are not alone. For many people, the holidays can be a lonely time. Some people wish they could be with family but are unable to. Others lost family relationships or they yearn for closer relationships with friends. Similarly, some people may wish for a supportive romantic relationship and feel especially lonely during the holidays. While feeling lonely can be uncomfortable, it is also normal. Talking to others who may share your feelings, either online or in person, can make you feel less alone in your situation. Seek out community, religious, or other social events or communities if you are feeling lonely or isolated. Many people have websites, online support groups, social media accounts, or virtual events. They can provide comfort and companionship. So, don't be afraid to seek help. When you have signs of depression, help can come in a variety of ways. But the most important thing to remember is that you should never feel ashamed to ask for help. It is critical to seek help. Whether it is through talking to a loved one, seeking help from a mental health professional, or discussing medication or treatment options, with a medical provider. You are not alone if the holidays are difficult for you. Depression and feelings of angst are common side effects of the holiday overspending, overscheduling, and loneliness. Spending time with people you care about can be a good mood booster. Being with those we care about can boost our feelings of acceptance, comfort, and security. It's okay to talk to your loved ones about your holiday blues, so they can offer you the support you need. They can be a better support system if they know what's going on with you. Tip number four: Exercise gratitude. Keep a gratitude journal as well as adopting radical acceptance. So let's talk about exercising gratitude. Take a step back. And breathe when family stressors are at their peak. It may be as simple as practicing gratitude to alleviate holiday stress. Even in the middle of the crisis, there is something to be thankful for. While this can be anything, why not focus on your family? Why are you thankful for your family and friends? Is it their good nature or the delicious home cooked meals? Remind yourself of the blessings and repeat it to yourself until the stress subsides. Keeping a gratitude journal, on the other hand, has been shown by studies to benefit your mental health, uplifting your mood and compassion for others. Now let's talk about radical acceptance. Acceptance that is radical. It is easily one of the most difficult DPT skills to master, but it's critical for when you can't avoid painful events and emotions. You may find yourself at odds with people close to you this holiday season. You might start thinking about how things shouldn't be this way, which is a good indicator that you're fighting reality. 
Accept the situation with your body, not just your mind, by incorporating breathing exercises or other mindfulness activities. Consider how you would act if you accepted the situation, and then act as if you had already done so. Allow for disappointment and sadness, but allow them to pass. Set aside disagreements. Accept your family and friends as they are, even if they don't meet all of your expectations. Set aside complaints until a more appropriate time to discuss them. When something goes wrong, be understanding of others if they become upset or distressed. Tip number five: Refrain from overindulging. Avoid overindulgence. A few too many glasses of eggnog can dampen your holiday spirit. Alcohol can lift your mood, but then lower you even further. In addition, eating too many sweets will most likely make you feel sluggish and tired. So try to opt for healthier options. Regular exercise is also essential. Get a restful night's sleep. These are the strategies for dealing with stress, the winter blues, and even colds. Talking about overindulgence, try to think finance-wise too. Stick to your budget. Many people are stressed about their finances. Stay within your budget by eliminating the unnecessary purchases. A phone call, a visit, or a note to express how important someone is to you. Can be as touching as if not more meaningful than a gift. You can also enjoy free activities such as walking or driving around, looking at holiday decorations, window shopping, or making your own decorations or gifts. Tip number six: Practice mindfulness and also try out light therapy. It's okay if you find yourself experiencing mixed emotions, worries, or even real distress during the holidays. Just keep some of those in mind. For mindfulness practice, make a plan to meditate in a way that is comfortable for you and will help you feel calm and gain perspective. Have a daily mindfulness practice. Such as meditation, yoga, or just deep breathing. Remember to enjoy the present moment. Allow yourself to be present in your life without judgment, rather than comparing your experiences, feelings, and relationships to others. After a long day, journal about whatever is on your mind to let go of any negative feelings. On the other hand. Consider using a light therapy lamp that produces natural lighting in your home every day to alleviate these feelings of blue. These sunlight lamps can help you combat what's called seasonal affective disorder by restoring serotonin levels, and they can have a significant impact on your mood. However, it is critical to emphasize. That if you are experiencing depression or anxiety more than a few days, you should seek medical attention. And finally, 
Tip number seven: Don't be afraid to deviate from holiday traditions. Traditions can be enjoyable holiday activities that we pass from generation to generation, or even throughout our family's history. However, if a tradition no longer serves you or your family, it is acceptable to abandon it. You could try replacing it with a new activity, or you could remove it entirely. Positive traditions can also exist with friends, and it's important to remember that anyone we care about can be considered family. If you're really dreading doing some tradition, maybe just don't do it. The holidays are supposed to be enjoyable. Do whatever is enjoyable for you and your family. Remember that your family is more than just blood. There's nothing wrong with spending holidays with friends. Try to come up with new traditions. This could include skipping a holiday celebration or traveling somewhere new during the holidays. Discover new ways to honor yourself as well as what fuels your mind, body, and spirit. There you go on seven tips and strategies on managing your holiday blues. What did you think about this podcast episode? What information do you know regarding this topic that you would like to share with us? We would love to learn and know. Let me and others know in the comment section below and/or through our email. As always, the information in this podcast is intended to supplement rather than substitute. For the advice of licensed mental health care professionals, the mission we have here is for you to learn, cultivate better mental health and well-being, and to be curious. If you have any questions or would like to contact us, please leave a comment or email us at inquisitivetea@yahoo.com. We're on YouTube, Spotify, and Google Podcasts. Thanks for listening. I hope you continue to be inquisitive, and I'll see you next week.